intention of love and light to bring divine beauty and clear insight to love ourselves with hearts so pure to navigate life so love endures giving thanks most gratefully setting the intention so it will be and so it is ashe On family, peace and light, peace and love. And thank you for connecting with me again on the Pretty Priestess podcast. I am Shakesha, a divine priestess, a beauty mystic and an astronumerative intuitive. I am also the author of Holistic Appeal. You can cop that on Amazon, baby. I am here. I am called to empower with divine beauty, wisdom and expression so that we can shine our light and shine bright, came to tap you on your shoulder and remind you of divinity. And I give thanks to the divine plan of love unfolding out here in these cosmic streets. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. So thank you again for connecting me. I want to give my shout out, sending out so much love, so much light to my soul family, the star players out here in these spiritual streets. That's that light that's shining bright out here, sharing gifts, those mystics. You are the true healers out here in these streets. You are loved, appreciated, respected, and I cherish you seriously from the bottom of my heart. I love you all. Giving so much thanks and shout outs and love to the family that came out and got their build on in the serious cipher. That discussion that we had, it was most, most gangster. And let me tell you something. See, because now we in Aquarius season and there's so many astrological influences going down. We know about Pluto shifting into Aquarius. We coming in here and, and, and shit's going down out here in the streets. You cut the news on, they go tell you all of the negativity that's going on out here in these streets. But there's a lot of positive shit that's going on out here. And that being that so many people are awakening, the veil is thinning, the fuckery, the bullshit, the shenanigans against they're starting to come to an end we starting to see this shit exactly for what it is and today on this particular day uranus goes direct into taurus so on astrology.com i'm gonna tell you something i love astrology.com because they get me straight on all of the transits that's going down now here so that i can be hip on what the energy is going to look like and i definitely appreciate that that way i ain't got to go through a whole bunch of changes and shit like that reading the charts in transit, I can go directly to it, but then I'm going to pull my chart, see how that's going to directly affect me too sometimes. But a lot of times I'm out here, I'm just navigating these streets and I'm just, you know, trying to work to see how I can be of assistance in the collective. So yesterday, that energy on the cipher, it was so in alignment, y'all, so in alignment with this Uranus going direct in Taurus. And this is all about like those programs that we've been indoctrined into, you know what I'm saying? The belief system, because Taurus deals with our values and shit, right? And this is a year where we've been seeing a lot of foundations being shaken, shit being changed up, you know what I'm saying? And with that, 
is starting to expose a lot of vulnerabilities within this world, a lot of holes that's in a lot of the stories, the narratives that we've been told and everything. And so this is a time for us to reassess and reevaluate those values, right? And check in and see if this is really the direction we want to go. See, that's what retrogrades are all about. It's a check-in to see, hey, you sure this where you going? This what you doing, huh? Huh? This what you trying to do. And now that we are in direct, this is about us really being in tune with what our values is because see, we checked in when this retrograde was going through, we got an opportunity to kind of review the bullshit that we've been told. Luckily, right before that shit, you know, for a lot of folks, because you know, we was already hip. Professor Griff talked about this shit 20, 20 years ago. A lot of other cats in this street, we've been knowing a lot of us in the conscious circles and everything that really, um, that really take this information in and take it to heart. And it really resonates for us, right? We've been knowing that there was been something rotten in the cotton with Holly weird for many, many moons. This ain't no new news to us, but see when you go around a lot of the sucker MCs that's out here in these streets, right? They give you the side eye. They look at you like you done lost your mind. So now we get somebody like Cat Williams to get on the Shannon Sharp show. And now everybody want to be a believer. Hey, if that's what it took, then that's what it is. Because see, you know, like I say, the folks that's around you and a lot of times, especially for those of us that have wakened, <laughs> that have awakened, right? The folks that's around you, they do not really receive you messing with their reality like that. You know what I'm saying? This is where that cognitive dissonance comes in and they go put up every wall. They go hold up. Ho, ho, ho. What you talking? And they gonna make up every argument to support that reality that they've been so comfortable in. Urine is going direct in Taurus. Is our opportunity now that we checked in with those values. We got to see that there's a lot of shit that's going on out here in this world. Right. Gives us an opportunity to check in. Now we can move forward. This the way you want to go. Oh no, you don't like this. Oh, okay. So now you got to be the change that you want to see in the world. And that means you got to heal. And so this is a lot of work that we've been doing on the cipher. So many people just out here in the cosmic streets have been doing is doing that shadow work, healing that inner child. We talked about like how the chakra system is in alignment with Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It also speaks to the stages and the phases within your life with the root chakra being ages zero to seven, um, the sacral being seven to 14, the uh, solar plexus is seven or 14 to 21, the heart chakra 21 to 28, and on and on and on. You see what I'm saying? And so as we start developing through our lives, we suffer a lot of trauma. And this is why it's important that we heal those childhood wounds because everybody's so focused on opening up that third eye chakra and elevating all the way and doing all of this spiritual work. But see, we want to skip the steps. And we don't want to heal and resolve all of this shit. And then you wonder why we got so many player haters, so many instigators, so many naysayers out here in the spiritual community. So many people that got a lot of egoic issues that haven't been resolved because they ain't healed that shit in the past. So now they out here trying to be a healer in these spiritual streets and they doing more harm than good. It is essential that we fix and get that shit together. We resolve that shit, heal that shit so that we can move forward. 
that's the type of shit that we was doing. We did some things where we did some work with the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind has this ability to pick up every particular piece of information that's going on all around it, whether you, whether you like it or not, it's happening, it's going down. And this is why it's so important that you make sure that you are mindful of the things that you have on the television, especially when you're asleep and you just laying there. A lot of us, you know, I used to be one of those people too, will fall asleep with the television on and everything, not realizing how detrimental that shit is. The subconscious mind is always on the job. So some of the work that I, I believe is really effective is how we can go back to a situation in our meditations, right? We can go back to a specific point in time where we were unable to show up for ourselves. We didn't have the tools. We can heal that shit, forgive ourselves and move forward. So what we did is we took a quest and we go back into a point in time where we felt disempowered, you know what I'm saying? And then we got back on and when we, when we took that quest, we go back to a particular time where we felt disempowered. We took our power back. You know what I'm saying? Stopping somebody from doing some bullshit, giving them an all naw, hell naw, standing up for ourselves, showing up for ourselves. We get to replay that in that safe space because see, like I said, the subconscious mind is always on the job and you reliving that it helps you to reset yourself in your subconscious mind so that you can move forward in a space where you're not locked in these energetic blocks that keep you hanging on to these patterns that don't serve you. A lot of us hold on to these patterns that's connected to our sense of security. With Uranus being in Taurus, we're starting to see, especially where Cat Williams was um, giving a really good explanation on how the shit goes down in Hollywood. But if we really want to look into this shit and not just at it where we can sit back and say they stupid as hell they trifling as shit i would never do no foul shit like that yeah well let's 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 stop this okay because we got to give these people a break for being human at the end of the day see i grew up in the struggle and i went through a lot of changes to move away from the struggle I talked to a lot of cats in the cypher about how it was kind of a little traumatized, you know, being poor growing up and thinking that because I didn't have much that made me less than embarrassed to go to the store with the food stamps and all of this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? And created a whole lot of blocks within me, which made me, which made me think that what I had on the material level is what mattered most. Right. That's that's what I would attach my identity to my self-worth to. That's where my values was at is in, in what I had. You understand? And so many of us do that. And so you talk about these people that are in Hollywood that they're exposing right now. Many of these cats, they came from poverty. And even if they didn't come from poverty, our value system has been placed in such a in, in a space that tells you that you ain't shit if you ain't got a bling bling. If you ain't got 
um, um, letters behind your name, this credential, this certificate and all of this other shit that you need. You ain't driving this particular type of car. You ain't doing it big. We do that. They even, we, we even broke this down in the cipher. We was talking about shit. The hell the Starbucks, the coffee you drink, you know, it, 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 it has meaning to it. It, it. it attaches this symbology to it. And that's in the realm of the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is programmed through symbols, repetition, and trauma. And all of these things right here, they factor into how we navigate these spiritual streets out here. So when these people made these decisions in order to be able, I mean, come on, let's think about this shit. See, let's, I'm going to keep it above 50. Because I was so traumatized through, you know, and I'm not, listen, listen. And this was all because of the bullshitting ass system that we have that's set up that teaches us that your material value, your material worth is connected to your self-worth. See, we hate the poor and we love the rich and the rich can be just as foul and as twisted as they want to be. And we will congratulate them, give them a high five. And you hear all of the fuckery and people will defend folks until they die just because they rich and they can dress nice and they got nice stuff. And, and they're terrible people. You see, that's old programming. We shifted into a new way of thinking, a new way of being. But we got to have mercy on these casters out here because, you know, this is where the programming was. And when your value system attaches your material possession to your self-worth, you begin to do some things that'll work towards that'll work against you. That's to your detriment. And this is exactly what has happened to a lot of these people. And so you find them participating in rituals, being involved in in, in parties and behaviors that ordinarily they wouldn't do just so that they can get their money up. Now, listen, we up here talking like we wouldn't do that, but you know, some of us, we do a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? We standing out in the cold in the winter time. You know what I'm saying? I remember I used to be out there waiting for the bus in the winter for a job that was paying me $7 a fucking hour out early in the morning in the cold. It'd been real easy to go ahead and get somebody a little bit of booty and then, you know what I'm saying, get my bag all the way together. Now, you know, I got me a penthouse in Hollywood Hills overlooking the ocean and, and, and I'm driving a, a, a Maybach Mercedes, right? You know, and, all, and, and that's all I had to do and see if my values is attached to my material possession. That ain't such a bad idea. And that's how somebody that is disgusting as Harvey Weinstein ended up getting his dingaling wet on a consistent basis from all of these Hollywood stars. It's very unfortunate. But I wanted to talk about that because we got this energy where Uranus is directing Taurus and it's time for us to be the change that we want to see. This is all about getting in alignment for the things that we want, because even though we're beginning to shift into a new mentality of not really attaching our self-worth, our value to our material possessions. It's still nice to have this shit word. So I want to talk a little bit about where, first of all, I need us to understand. Let me, let me make sure that, you know, so that I end up, this is our birthright to be able to have wealth and to live in abundance. 
That does not mean that if you don't have it, there's no worth, there's no value in you. We got to get out of this matrix programming of all or nothing thinking where either you all the way over here or you all the way over there. It's a middle ground. And so pursuing wealth, pursuing abundance in everything, it should be a goal in life. Who wouldn't want to live in their birthright to live like royalty, to live in opulence? These are things that we're supposed to have. The things that they make you do in order to get it. See what that's see, that's where the tricky area is. And we got to make sure that we, you know, what I'm saying we navigate in this with a little bit more wisdom and integrity. This has been a time where, hold up, I'm lost my train of thought, but this has been a tr- time where um, we've seen a lot of people think that we have to be all on one side or all or another. The, the, the mentality of the poor righteous teacher, where you're supposed to be broke and poor and you just give away all your money, get you a house in the woods and head out in a cottage and shit and live off the grid and all of that shit. If that's what you want to do, get down. <laughs> Hot damn it. Ugh, let's get it. All right. However, there's some of us like me that like the middle ground. Now, I'm not going to go and do nothing with somebody that's disgusting and foul and lose my spiritual well-being so that I can have that shit. I'm not compromising who I am. But I still have an intention on living my very best life, my very best experience. And that should take money, y'all. See, if you want to attract and, and retain and have the experience that you want in life, you got to tap into this energy on this. But we can do this at a higher frequency. We can do this in a higher vibration. So today on this Friday, you know, because shit, I'm going to tell y'all, I'm just now getting around. To making this shit happen. This Venusian vibration is, I guess, what, what spirit was having me wait on. When Uranus went direct in Taurus so we can talk about this shit. So we can be about the business of this. So that we don't get caught up in this trap of all or nothing thinking, okay, see, I done moved past this material focus. And now I'm just all spiritual. But you do got to know that that that, that abundance and wealth, that is a part of a spiritual process. Your wealth, your abundance and everything is not necessarily always attached to your material possessions. It could be attached to the resources that you have. You want to travel the world. That's going to cost money. That's going to take resources. But the divine would have a plan in, in line where, you know, all of those expenses are being taken care of and you can still get that. So don't you worry about that. But there's also a way for us to really um, open our worlds up so that we can be more in alignment with the frequency of that. And this is the shit that I want to talk to you guys about today. Since I went on on a tangent, I was going to talk a little bit about um some things that I've been working with, but I think I'll leave that for another time because you know, this, 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 this ocean moon got me Woo, woo, woo. I call it the Oshun moon because the, the Leo energy for me, I tap right into the energy of Oshun and it goes down. And this is when you are on that, that big vibration, right? When you are really tapping into divine beauty, when you are really, and I know she linked up to the Venus vibration. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I don't give a shit what you think. 
This is how I'm dealing with it. Because see, when she got that peacock vibration, that peacock, that's Leo, baby. And I know Leo's the line and all of that shit too, whatever. That's Leo energy, energetically. So let's talk about this. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So this, th th another thing. I talk about this before, but I want to touch base on this again. Powerful ritual that we can do to really tap into that Oshun energy is to simply, simply get you a picture of a peacock. Place that somewhere where you're getting dressed, where you get ready and all of that shit. Oshun gave me a ritual where you just simply clean your mirror off real good, you know, because a lot of times, you know, we brush our teeth and wash our face and shit gets splashed on the mirror and shit like that. We tend to forget about it sometime, whatever. Clean that mirror off. And when you clean that mirror off, give yourself a sincere compliment, something that you truly like about yourself. Then after you do that stuff, you give yourself a nice little gaze. Give yourself a high five. Shout out to Mel Robbins for putting that science out there. There is something about giving yourself a high five that just raises the frequency up and just gets you all in alignment for being on your best A game. So definitely do that. And when you do that, end of the ritual right there. Now, what you just did is you just raised your frequency up and put yourself in alignment with the truest of you, you know? All right, so let's talk about this. I want to talk about this money magic in the house, right? Um, because again, as I was talking about those signs and symbols, symbols can be auspiciously placed in the house to attract wealth. And in the um, art of feng shui, gold and gold color objects like brass, like gold coins, like oranges, pineapples, all of that type of shit, those are symbols of good luck. I want to give a shout out to, to Miss Blue, the Oracle, um, shout out to Planet Remix and all the work that she's been doing, because this is someone who has really assisted me on my journey with really gaining an understanding on feng shui. I remember I thought I was going to dive into that shit and went on down there to the, um, to the bookstore and grabbed me a book on feng shui and thought that I was going to sit back and learn some things. And I opened that shit up like, what the, what the, what the hell, what, what the hell? And she gave such a beautiful presentation on feng shui that helped me to really get it for it to connect to me. And for that, I am forever grateful. So salute to her as well. All right, let me keep it moving because see, this is some things that's really helped me along my journey. That spirit has really been placing back for me to really begin working with. And as we approach this um, year of the dragon, that'll be here, what, in a couple days, a few days on the 31st, we need to really be tapping into this energy of this money magic that you can do right there in your house. This is all about getting in alignment for that shit, right? See, because in the ancient Chinese, the ancient Chinese beliefs, they got three types of luck, they call it, right? One is fate. Um, you know, the destiny, all of that shit, right? The luck you create for yourself and then earth luck, right? And this is where you are attuned to the energy after of the earth, either through your intuition or through the practice of feng shui. 
Now in Western magic, the practices also deal with this, you know, by tapping into that earth energy by what we call grounding, right? Where you take your shoes off and everything and, and get yourself connected to the earth. We get a form of good luck where you can deter misfortune by being just being grounded and being on your square word. <laughs> Absolutely. But this is very important about um, placing things. Very important. I wanted to review on that because see the placement of your symbols around your house is essential to how you have that situated. And these are a lot of things that I didn't really realize, like how important, like where you, cause you can walk through people's house and you notice that even though they say they ain't got no altars, even if they, you know, truly and highly religious and everything, they got their placements all, you know what I'm saying? They got their shits all over the place. And these things help to work on the subconscious mind to get you in alignment. This shit is very important, especially when you're working with this money magic up in your house. You do not want to place a good luck symbol on the floor in a low position. It's more um, beneficial to the energy if you use an elevated, um, uh, elevated location like a mantle or putting it above the doors or on a table or some shit like that, right? Because this will allow the energy to flow more freely through your home. You know what I'm saying? It's way more supportive of the energy when you raise it up a little bit, kind of raises the frequency on the energy. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So then I talk about some color associations as well, because in the Chinese belief system, the element of wood, it resonates with wealth. Now, now check this out. Okay. See this influence, it assists us in enhancing the magic so that we decorate in schemes that like will enhance the wood. You know what I'm saying? You want to make sure that it's all complementary. So colors like green, those colors on the green spectrums and the brown spectrums, of course, we know is going to enhance that wealth energy within your house. You know, those are earth tone energies that just like really those colors are almost like a portal that kind of transports you into that whole vibration. Potted plants is another thing that will enhance you um, getting it in gold or brass or something like that. Those gold pots and everything, those really help to raise that frequency up. And then the word on the street is, is that you can place three gold colored coins that's wrapped in some red paper up under the plot potted plants. And this is going to help to enhance your energy flow. That's the word on the street. Three gold colored coins, three gold colors, um, three gold coins, wrap them up in some red paper and place them up under your potted plants. And that helps to raise that frequency up just a little bit and bring you in better alignment with that wealth vibrational energy. Word, word. Okay. So yeah, um, so let me tell you a little bit more about some of these feng shui shits, right? So according to the Chinese belief system, right? There's five elements, um, in the feng shui. Hold up. Let me see. Cause I got a chart behind me, even though I know that I got my, um, book behind me. So it is earth, fire, metal, water, and wood. That's what they are. All right. Um, earth have a particular interaction with each other and they can either be productive or destructive. And this is probably why spirit just was really putting that 
whole productive or destructive energy within, you know what I'm saying, my whole cipher and everything. I'm sitting back thinking about that. But some elements such as water and wood, they work well together because water is said to create wood, which I did not know. Whereas metal is thought to be harmful to wood. Okay. So you know, that was some new information to me. You know what I'm saying? Is knowing that, um, you know, I didn't know that water is said to be created by wood. So whatever. How about that? You know? So when decorating for wealth in the area of your home, using a lot of metals is not really recommended, even though you can use those metal pots when they're, um, you know, brass colored shit like that, you know, the gold colored and everything. Dealing with wood and water decor is going to be your best bet when you're trying, when you're making this effort to get in alignment with this frequency. You understand? Get you an aquarium with nine fish. Now, when I was checking out in my feng shui, you know what I'm saying? The feng shui teachings, you know what I'm saying? It was saying that you get nine fish, right? Preferably eight goldfish and one black fish. Now, the role of the black fish is to absorb any bad wealth energy that might get into your home. You know, you bring somebody in here that, you know, whatever, you know, whatever broke mentality, whatever energy come through your house. You know, that black fish is supposed to help to absorb it up. I ain't even going there. I just got a flash of some 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 foolishness. But I'm going to leave that. Keep that to myself. That ain't worth sharing. Anyway. <laughs> Let me tell you some more about the word on the street, though. If you have built a new house or you're repaving a driveway or some shit like that or doing some, you know, some work that's, you know, dealing with your walkway or your entryways that are coming into your home. If you bury nine coins in your driveway before laying down that pavement, the cement or the gravel and everything, this is supposed to help, um, to usher in that energy, right? Or burying those coins along the imaginary line that leads into your doorway, that's going to assist you in attracting more abundance and wealth energy to your door. Okay. That's the word on the street, but also you can get nine coins and put them up under your welcome mat to the door and welcome in that abundance and wealth into your home as well. Yeah. I like that a lot. So let's talk about, because see, a lot of times in feng shui principles, like the wealth area in feng shui is supposedly like the left-hand corner of your home, right? And if you stand looking on the inside of your house, like from the front door, when you first come in, you'll see that on the, you know what I'm saying? On the left-hand corner, right? When you first walk in the house, it's on the left-hand corner. Now, some people believe that if you live in one of those irregularly shaped homes that don't have that left-hand corner, you know, that part's missing when you walk in, it's just a wall or some shit like that, that you may um, experience financial difficulties and shit like that. So this is going to be important to really try to work with this energy. Now, what you can do in working with that is square off a portion of the house and try to make it appear to have this regular shape by finding points to make it meet. Also, a good idea is like putting something that has water in it, a fountain, a fish tank or something like that to help to strengthen those corner, that corner energy and shit like that. So that's just something, you know what I'm saying? For the word that's on the street, you know. So watch out and look out for these things because see these things 
are things that we do like on a regular basis, especially if we're not mindful, if we're not aware of these things, these are things that we do where we kind of, it's, it's, it's what I would call an energy leak, right? Where we allow, you know, that energy of wealth and abundance to kind of move past us because we're kind of like unconscious of, of, of the shit, you know what I'm saying? That goes on around us. So let's talk about that, right? These things are really detrimental to the flow of wealth and abundance energy in your home, babe, especially if these things are in your wealth corners, right? But look out for this shit, right? Because they could be anywhere in your home. And I'm going to tell you like this, why roll the dice with your money flow, huh? So let me tell you some things that we got to make sure we do. We got to fix leaks immediately, immediately. Always flush your toilet with the lid down, right? Because that energy, it drains down. You don't, and, and it's, it's just kind of foul because, you know, if you flush the toilet and the lid's still up, you know, some of the particles could splash and shit around anyway. Yeah, I ain't even going there. Let me, let me, let me keep that to myself as well. Cover all of the floor drain halls. You ever go to somebody's house or, you know, in, in their um, basement area and there's like a drain in the floor and it's not covered up. It's just a hole in the middle of the floor. You got to cover that up. That's an energy leak. The laundry room and the bathroom doors, they tell you that you should have those closed at all times. That's one of the things I'm guilty of that shit all the time. I leave my bathroom door open all the time, especially the one that's in my bedroom because there ain't nobody here but me and my husband. So we don't even close the damn bathroom door. What the hell? I mean, stop this. But this is what they said. Potential energy leak that I was unaware of that I needed to get with. One of the other things, again, shout out to Miss Blue, because I have never heard this or read this anywhere except for with her. But what I've noticed by observing over the years, it is profoundly true. If you got a smoke detector in your house, you need to change them batteries. You need to change them batteries because when you got that smoke detector off, that chirp, chirp, chirp. Now, I remember hearing, and I, I and I know I, I'm, I'm almost certain that was her who was saying that today. You that chirping noise is being used like to torture people with that 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 faint chirping noise. However, what I do notice though is that that chirping noise it always gives you a warning about shit that you're not paying attention to. Now she told us that when she said that, I yeah, okay, whatever. Absolutely true. What I've noticed is that there's some things that you ain't paying attention to. Chirp, chirp, chirp is definitely letting us know that there's something that we need to pay attention to. Address that shit, change those batteries so you can reset that energy. Definitely do that. Old clothes, clothes that you're no longer wearing are in energetic alignment of a time that's not now. It keeps you stuck in the past. Let that shit go. You can let a lot of that old shit go. Old stuff that you ain't wearing no more that used to be in style. You can't fit it no more. It's old and faded. You ain't wearing it no more. Turn it loose. Empty hangers is another one because they hold the energy of untapped potential and stagnation. You want to make sure that the, the hangers that you got, if they're in your closet, they need to be put, you need to have something on those hangers or you can put those away and find like a, a, a case or someplace like that to put those shits away. But empty hangers hold untapped energy potential in it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a stagnant type of energy. 
Another thing that may be in the house that we overlook are clothes that are from people that are no longer around. So you break up with somebody or somebody in your family passes away. You know, if you want to move on, if you want to move past that and really hit you know, the reset button, you got to release that shit because it's an energetic cord and it just keeps you hanging on again to the past, that old clothes shit. You know what I'm saying? Another thing is single socks. This is an energy of confusion, chaos, and disorganization. You got to get rid of it. It's a single sock. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, what, what is you finna do with that? You know, I mean, unless you know, now I used to reason with myself cause I would keep these single socks. And then when I'm wearing boots, nobody would know, and I got Mitch Matt socks on, I save them for that. But really, I mean, for real. Okay. But that's what I was doing. That was my excuse because I ain't want to let go of shit. But you got to let that shit go because it's an energy of confusion and disorganization. And it brings, you know what I'm saying? It's a chaotic type of energy. The other thing, raggedy shoes, right? You got it. Come on, man. Raggedy shoes. It creates this energy of you being on this distorted life path, all scuffed up, all raggedy. Think about that. Huh? Think about that. You know what I'm saying? Raggedy shoes. It is connected to your life path and your raggedy life, raggedy shoes, whatever. All right. Raggedy as draws. Let me tell you something. Please do yourself a favor because see this right here is kind of the meat of what I talk about on this particular podcast. Do yourself a favor. Get rid of these raggedy ass draws, right? Because at this, this points directly to how we care for ourselves, right? Get you some new underwear, some quality underwear, right? Because that quality, the, the, when you really make sure that you got pristine underwear, this is indication of your sense of self-worth. It's linked to how you really feel about yourself. What's beneath under the surface, right? So sit with that for a minute and really consider, you know, how we operate now here. Get rid of them raggedy ass draws. It's not hot. It's not. Okay. So let me draw this conclusion and get the hell on up out of here. I had my car. Where did I put them cars at? Because I was going to share a beautiful message the spirit had given to me and I set my cards somewhere and set them down. Then where the hell I put them shits? Huh? Oh, 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 mm. Where'd I put them cards at? I know I just had them in my hand. Must not be meant to be, huh? Jeez, money. See, and that's that disorganization energy right there. That chaos energy right the hell there. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Give me just a second. I'm going to get up and go grab this. Boop, 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 up. Okay, <clears throat> so I got my Moonology deck because I am dealing with that Leo New Moon, and then I got a message that came through from the goddess Lakshmi who came through. I've been dealing with her for quite a minute or two here. The goddess Lakshmi has been showing up in a profound way. And that's more than likely speaking to that energy of Taurus, Uranus and Taurus going direct. But let's see what message this spirit has. So 
First thing I want to talk about is Lachmi. Lachmi comes through bringing a message that you got to welcome wealth in all of its forms. So this is helping us be in alignment with that. Then the bee shows up along with Lachmi. And when the bee shows up, it reminds me that tapping into the sweetness in life, letting us know that when we begin to do that, to when we welcome the wealth in all of its forms, then you can expect to have some sweet results. Archangel Jeremiah comes through and letting us know that everything is happening as it's supposed to be. You got to trust divine order, right? Because when you recognize that divine order is, when the, the vine is on the throne, divine order is pe- taking place, you will start to recognize all of the hidden blessings that have shown up in your life. And you will soon understand why things worked out the way they did. Let's see what I got for my moonology. Moonology. Expect a powerful change. Bada, bada, bing. Sitting here confirming that message that lodged me to be and the archangel Jeremiel came through. Letting us know that things are about to shift up in our life in these cosmic streets. Trust me when I tell you that. Please believe me. So, in conclusion, signs is symbol. This is how we program our subconscious mind. We do that through repetition, symbols, and trauma. And this right here, this money magic within the house, bringing in these feng shui principles, right? This is a symbol of how we work in our home for wealth. Color associations help bring it home and tap into it on a deeper level. Our subconscious mind, baby, is always on the job. Do not forget this, which is why we have to look at and assess our homes for those things that we need to correct because our higher selves always communicate to us. If we are here to pay attention, it will communicate us to look at our condition. So if we looking around, we got broken stuff. We got raggedy ass drawers. We got clutter all around the house. This is a, this is letting us know a little something, something. And it's also letting us know that if we really want to expect the flow of all of the things that we truly desire in life, there's some corrections that we can make. We all got shit. All right. So let's stop this fuckery here thinking hey, well, it's somebody else it ain't me. Oh, who the hell she talking about? Because my life is together. Whatever. We all got shit. Let's get it together. Let's prosper. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's stop playing these games. Let's keep it a buck. Huh? It is, y'all. It is a most auspicious time to be a gangster out here. I give thanks for the divine plan of love unfolding. Hey, join that serious cipher. Get in the discussion of mystic matters. This goes down every Thursday on Clubhouse at the divine time of 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, baby. To the east, my brother, to the east. Yes, I love you so much. Take care of yourself. Go easy on yourself. You are a precious package. You got to handle with care. You heard? Peace and light. Peace and love. My life, my life, my life, my life in the sunshine. Everybody loves the sunshine.
Peace and light, peace and love.